0: hi welcome to the LTV podcast today we continue our conversation with carl harvell about the aver cam 540 video conferencing camera to see part one please check out podcast 42 when you mention uh 4k there's still a lot of people out there go oh 4k we don't need that yet i don't you know my monitor can't support it my my even my my video conferencing service might not support it what's the deal with 4k uh i'm I'm a fan of 4k. First of all, eventually we will be supporting it. And second of all, there's already uses for it. If you have a 4k camera, when you zoom in on that whiteboard at the end of the wall, you're getting, you're getting 720, maybe even 1080p of the whiteboard. You know, if you zoom in with the 720 camera, you're getting something less. So, so there are, even today, there are uses for, for 4k. Exactly,
1: and to me, I think of it as, as a way of future proofing. Because I'll tell you what, a lot of the vendors, just me talking with them in my business development uh, partnerships, uh, you know, they're they're aiming towards it. It's one of the scenarios where you know the, the funnels out there, which are internet connectivity as well as network connectivity, that's slowly going away as you know technology progresses. the uh, The higher resolutions, they're they're coming soon. It's they're not too far away from it, so.
0: Yeah, and I always like a camera to be a little bit, um, I don't want to use the word overpowered, but I remember when 1080p came out, a a, a big exec in the the video conferencing industry was defending it, and I said, no one can support 1080, why do I need 1080? And he said, I have a Porsche, it goes 180 miles per hour. Now, I'm never going to go 180 miles per hour, but wow, it does 60, really nice. So (laughs) if, if your camera could do 4K, it's going to do 1080 and 720, really nice, like in its sleep that's exactly. another reason to, to want a powerful camera. Um, exactly. Now, in the last few years, it seems that things have been changing at Aver and things have been changing in the industry in general. I know things have been going very well. Uh, you, guys are, you guys are selling a lot of cameras, making a lot of uh, new models, uh, uh, good feedback from the customers. Is it just that um, the market is finally ready and you guys are ready for it? Or have there been some changes at, at Aver the way you're working with your customers?
1: There's definitely been some changes. I mean, the the, the industry is changing, um, just like with you know, by communication, that has been for the past thirty years. You know, going from ISDN to, to IP network into cloud based services, and and right now we're just noticing more uh, like edge devices, like what you were talking about before. Uh, but you know, all in all, there there's some industry leaders in Silicon Valley that have been preaching a lot, which is which is you know, customer experience, user experience you know, customer-driven innovation. And, and that is something that I learned working at other companies, which is, you know, you really got to find the pain points for what users are going through and put yourself in the driver's seat of how they're going through that user experience to really develop products and feed that information back to the, back to the users. Uh, when you look at various things like with the, the CAM 540, for instance, you know, people are saying, hey, it's got to look a lot better. But, uh, but all, not only that, you know, we really want some, uh, some auto features like the, the smart framing because, you know, we're, we're noticing that users are walking in and they're in a large, you know, they're in a medium-sized conference room. They're sitting at the very edge and they look like a little small dot and they just don't know how to press the button to, to zoom in and zoom out. So to have that feature go in. We looked at that and we said, okay, well, you know what? These are, this is how we're going to weigh it. Looking at the user experience is one of our primary things. Uh, not only that, but figuring out, okay, let the users make their own decisions. And so uh, I think I was uh, telling you about it. We have a, a try and buy program, which is something where, you know, we could, we could put out spec sheets. We could put out uh, website demos and, and do things like, you know, various things to, to sway people's uh, uh, decisions. But honestly, the best way really is to ship them out of camera let them try it out, kick the tires on it in their own comfort, uh, plug it in to their conference room because sometimes conference rooms have different lighting conditions, sometimes the sun goes up, goes down, furniture's in there, light, you know, the lights are a little bit different. It, it, for them to get a camera, plug it in, try it out, see if they like it, if they do like it, buy it, if not, you know, ship it back to us. That's what we have with our free try and buy program where you don't really need credit cards and POs to really be submitted. Uh, we've been implementing that program for a short while and it's been taken off like crazy. Uh, people are loving it. They, they're, they're used to it from a software standpoint, but we're just implementing it from a hardware standpoint.
0: Yeah. That, that's the way people want to purchase their collaboration these days. I, I'm, and I, when I talk about the old days, it wasn't that old. I mean, three years, five years, maybe if you wanted to try video conferencing in your enterprise, you did a hundred thousand dollar pilot program. And you would get your, who you think your power users are going to be your two or three most important meeting rooms, not all 30 meeting rooms. And you spend a lot of money and you see what works and what doesn't work. And then you try to justify the, the big spend. And if the pilot didn't work, that's a lot of money, you know, down the drain. Now you can try this stuff out. Um, there's a, um, a page on the let's do video website. I'll put a link down below that has links to several dozen um, software video conferencing services You've heard about this one. You want to try it out? Most of them have 30-day free or freemium or something. And it makes sense that hardware is going to go the same model. Uh, We we don't want to be tied down to something. We don't want to risk. We just want to try something out. Exactly. I'm not surprised that the demo program is working out for you. And and the approach in general, the user-first approach, we gave lip service to this for a long time. But like we said before, video conferencing was so complicated. If we could make it work, that was a success. And to the users, we really said, it's this or get on a plane. That's really what it is. Cool. You, we'll get you a, a video call that works. You might not like the angles. You might like the colors. You might not like the, the resolution. But we'll make it work for you. But that's all we can promise. And now... And maybe you'll get you, a screenshot. Yeah. <laughs> maybe you get a screenshot to work if you, ask, if you ask way in advance so we can test it. Um, yeah, exactly. But now this, this stuff works and it's been working. We use it in our private lives. We use it at home. So the users are, are going to come to you and say, you got to give us what we want. You got to make this stuff work around us. So I'm not surprised that that approach has been, has been paying off for you guys.
1: Yeah. And it's one of the situations where, I mean, I'm seeing it just from, you know, friends and family between apps that make it really easy to not only look good on video, but, uh, but connect. I mean, Snapchat has a built-in video feature now, uh, you know, other ones where, you know, using video, is to be expected now for a lot of people. Um and so as a camera manufacturer w- one thing that we have to look at is like okay how are people using it? Uh what will help them use it and what will help them uh find that expectation for using great things like green screen backgrounds or filters or auto framing and all the smart technology you're talking about but have that embedded into the camera just like like what you do with cell phones. So
0: yeah and and that's what makes it a smart camera. So, um, I, and, and that's what makes it fun for me to cover because usually when I, I get a camera like this, I plug it in, I make a few test calls, and that's it. I get to go back to this in six months and see what the software guys have done to take use of what you put in the hardware. So this thing's gonna be, uh, this, this is going to continue to grow and, and be something to to keep an eye on. Um, yeah, good. So thanks so much for joining me here today. Uh, if anyone wants to learn more about this camera about Ava, they should go to...
1: Uh, AveryUSA.com.
0: AveryUSA.com. And for more content like this, please go to letsdovideo.com. Thanks. Thanks.